The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello and welcome everybody. If you are joining us for our live broadcast today is July 30th and I can't believe that August is just around the corner because that means that the holidays are just around the corner too. And after checking out our next guest website, I can tell you that I know what I am getting my husband and my son for Christmas because both of them will go and cook up bacon just bacon that's it they'll have it for dinner they'll have it for lunch they don't care all they want is bacon a breakfast double bacon sandwich on wheat bread that's exactly what they're gonna have so can you imagine their surprise when i said honey guess what there's a site called bacon freak and that is who we're talking to tonight rocco losbrook is the founder and creator of bacon freak and he has always been an avid bacon fan so rocco welcome to the show how are you I'm doing just fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, your bacon products have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, Travel Channel, USA Today, Sports Illustrated, Maxim Magazine. You know, this, you know, this is for real, true bacon lovers, right? Well, absolutely. Our, our bacon products are, well, not only, you know, do they smell great, they actually taste great. I mean, and who doesn't, I mean, who doesn't want, Bacon. I mean, you know, bacon, I mean, it just smells good, it tastes good, it looks good, it goes well with uh, everything from salad to, you know, steak. I mean, it's just like the ultimate food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had to tell you, my favorite was the man bake. Uh, man bait maple bacon lollipops. Those uh, those just looked absolutely. I just giggled my butt off. So I want to know, know because. <laughs> well, I want to know. You know, I love hearing how people got started. And you were actually in the army. So how did you go from in the army to opening up your first e-commerce store? Too much wine. <laughs> 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 you know, um, you know, I always wanted to, yeah, you know, I always wanted to have my own business and I actually started off selling wine on our web, our website called cvwine.com and uh, started selling, uh, you know, I would do wine dinners and uh, let me give you the background here to tell you how we got to Bacon Freak. So, um, you know, I would go do wine dinners and I would pair wines with food and one of the things I started realizing or started noticing is just that these chefs were trying to pitch me on how this particular 1993 bottle of wine is perfectly paired with this type of swordfish or halibut or steak, and I just didn't get it. 
you know, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, you know what? The average Joe doesn't have taste buds that can figure this out. I mean, I didn't, you know? So I said, <laughs> you know what? I want to, yeah. So I said, I'm going to have more fun with this. So I started saying, you know, one of my favorite wines is drinking like a Syrah. You know, it's kind of got peppery flavors. And I go, what kind uh-huh. of food has pepper? And, you know, I started making, so for the wine dinners, I started pairing, I, I took bruschetta, I put some bacon bits on top of it, and I asked the people, okay, the bruschetta with the bacon, they go, yeah, yeah, I taste the pepper, I taste it. And I go, okay, have some of this wine. Do you taste those pepper flavors? And they're like, yeah, I do. And what I realized is a little bit of Bubba came out in everybody. They actually understood the flavor profiles. Well, I continued doing these wine dinners. They, be, they continued getting more and more popular, and people started asking, where do I get the bacon? They, they didn't get the wine. You know, where do I get the bacon? And, uh, <laughs> you know, basically, <laughs> so, you know, we started pairing, so we started off calling it swine and wine, okay, right? And then ultimately <laughs> transitioned into what, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we still have our swine and wine options on the website, but we ultimately realized the best name for our business was going to be Bacon Freak. So uh, for all the bacon freaks out there, and then we transitioned into Bacon Freak. So that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> Shorten and sweet of it. You know, and that's so interesting because just last week we were talking to John Lawson, uh, Colder Ice, you know, about how it's so funny how when you're in business and you start one way and then, you know, it's just like sometimes this path just leads you on to another business, another path, or maybe an extension of your brand. And you just have to go with it and, and just follow that path because sometimes it just leads you to the greatest places and it sounds like that's exactly what happened to you and that's amazing right no and it actually did and and that story has continued to unfold it's funny that you mentioned that we have another website called gourmetfoodclubs.com which spun out of bacon freak because you know people started coming to us and they go okay hey i don't just want uh, bacon anymore i want uh gourmet pancakes i want gourmet uh you know uh syrup or, you know, different things like that. And we started realizing, well, hey, you can't just give them, you know, grocery store syrup or grocery store pancakes. You got to go out and get the artisan product. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, and so that's what it, it's, you know, you continue following these paths. You're not quite sure where they're going to go. Uh, you know, and some of them are utter failures and some of them are complete successes. But, you know, you just kind of follow them. I mean, you know, I've met John a few times myself, and you just got to, you got to, you have to let the business go where it wants to go. Mm, for sure. Great advice. Very good advice. Yeah, and you're right. Some of them are going to fall flat, and they're not going to go anywhere. But then, you know, then you get that hit, that one that really works and the customers love. You know, just like um, uh, what is Zappos, you know. I mean, first they carried shoes, and they did such an amazing job with customer service. Their customers said, we want you to sell more than shoes. We want this great customer service with other types of products, you know. So imagine if right. they had told their customers no. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was in Las Vegas yesterday. I I was looking at them. They own the Adopt-A-Highway program all the way through Las Vegas. And I'm like, oh, how cool would that be to have Baker Freak on there, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, I want to hear some more about, you know, the successes and the failures because it is, I think it is important to share with other store owners because, you know, so many store owners think, oh, my goodness, I failed at this. You know, I, I can't do it anymore. And I, you know, I'm done forever. And I want them to know that, hey, this is just common. You got to pick yourself back up and you got to keep on going. So, guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to learn more from Bacon Freak. Um, and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you got to check out this website while we're on break because it is pretty cool. All the weird, all the new and exciting things you can do with bacon that I had no clue. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Rocco from Bacon Freak, founder and creator, and he's also an avid bacon fan. And so let me ask you, Rocco, what were some of the obstacles that got in your way when building up this business? Well, you know, there's been a lot along the way. And what I would say, just to clarify, they are always in your way and they continue to be in your way. Um, you know, for me, one of the biggest failures I had up front is I put too much trust in a particular web developer. And uh, the web developer uh, led me astray um, and, uh, you know, took my domain hostage. And, you know, obviously I wasn't working with a quality shop uh, like you probably should or should start with and certainly do your research and check referrals. Um, but I could just never, ever, ever get the, uh, you know, the website up and running. And that was one of the, just the hugest obstacles um, I had. 
uh, was just I couldn't get my website up, you know, and because uh, I didn't have a developer that knew what they were doing. They told me they knew what they were doing, uh, but, you know, I soon found out they had no idea. Uh, mm-hmm. That was one of the, my biggest challenges. Um, you know, uh, ultimately, I ended up moving on to Yahoo's uh, platform, and that was the greatest thing I ever did for my business. I remember I went on the site, I put some products up there, and actually made a sale on the first day. You know, I was just so excited, you know, and I, I did it myself. Now, I certainly, you know, uh, have moved on from doing it myself because I'm no longer capable uh, to, to meet the you know, <laughs> needs of our site. But, but uh, you know, we have an internal uh, person that works with our, you know, our, our, uh, you know, our various partners. But, yeah, uh, it was just not having a web developer that knew what they were doing. Um, yes. That was the hardest yes. thing ever for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear a lot of people that uh, they say, well, I hired a a friend of a friend or, you know, somebody else. And and then I hear it often, you know, that they did. They take the site hostage. I'm like, how is this happening out there still in this day and age? And, And it's really sad that I've even heard this very recently, like last week. And I don't understand yeah. how that happens. Yeah, uh, it was terrible. It breaks you know, my and- heart. It was a great lesson for me because I actually ultimately ended up suing this gal, <laughs> and I won, and I got payments fifty dollars a month for three years. <laughs> wow! I was like, yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? But the point was, and and that obstacle was such a great lesson learned for me because I'm a trusting guy, um, but all contracts and 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 things are put into writing now, and and so I know what I need to do. I know what the deliverables are. I know what they need to do. Everybody signs. We agree. We move forward. You know, I handle how we, how much money I'm going to put up front on a project. You know, all those things because, hey, I had this gal who, who stole uh, $5,000 from me. And, you know, it was just devastating to uh, a business owner just starting my $5,000 just snatched it away from me, you know. Uh, but mm. it was a good lesson learned because those 5,000 have probably saved me tens of thousands, you know, now because of the way we conduct ourselves. So, right. Not all right. terrible. Uh, you know, to, it was certainly better to learn it then versus, you know, a 50 or $100,000 contract, you know, down the road later on, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I made the $10,000 mistake, too. So I understand. <laughs> I, I was right there. You know, I, I, you know, I got greedy and um, I was selling software as a Yahoo store owner. And, you know, I decided not to go through my normal route of supplier and try somebody else who was much cheaper. And they took my 10 grand and I never heard from them again. So, yeah, that almost put me out of business. So I've made that mistake. And, you know, you just got to get back up and you got to, you know, dust yourself off and go, well, I got to learn from that mistake and move on. You know, you just you but you have to learn from it. That's the big thing, I think, is the most important thing. You have to learn from it and and keep going. You have to keep going. That's the most important thing. That's the most important. percent. (laughs) <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're on the right track. <laughs> so, all right. Now, a question that I got in today, and I, I love our questions from our listeners, is how did you get your products on big sites like the Travel Channel or in the big magazines like, you know, Sports Illustrated and Maxim? You know, did you hire somebody for uh, doing that or did you do this on yeah, your no. own? Yeah. 
No, I didn't. It's all on my own. Uh, I remember there was a point where I was desperate for like, I, I, you know, to get more PR and I interviewed PR firms all over the place and, you know, and they were so much money. They were $5,000 a month and, you know, eight month minimum contract. And, you know, I mean, you know, I don't care if you're a big business or a small business, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money, even for a business doing a few million dollars in sales, you know, you got to count that cost. And, you know, I, so I, um, consulted with some friends and said, Hey, what do you guys do for your PR? And they said, you know, just start pitching yourself, you know, go, um, you know, to a different magazine like Maxim or whatever, and just send a pitch in, just say, Hey, uh, you know, I've read some of your recent articles and based upon what I read, uh, I thought you might like this, you know? And, uh, obviously I would take that same letter and modify the name and I would send it to, uh, you know, a dozen other magazines, you know, uh, like we were in some cooking, uh, TV shows or, uh, you know, uh, some of the cooking uh, magazines as well. And I go, hey, here's a recipe or here's, you know, what this chef submitted to me. And I just started sending off pitches. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like anything else. It's like when you start pitching and then you get recognized and you get a few, um, you know, uh, you get like you get here, you get there. The people looking uh, to review you, they, they see that you're building up that resume, right? Um, and then mm-hmm. so I took all those and I put them on the website and I put links to them and I go, here's where I've been, you know, and then, you know, now I have, I think I just list the eight, you know, like list type places that feature us, but you know, there's been thousands of people. So I spent the time I sent letters off. I mean, there's three things like harrow.com uh, where you can, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, journalists are looking to write about people. There's pitchrate.com. Uh, they're looking to write things and you pitch them you know, your business and you're among hundreds of other businesses pitching. But if you just write that little two or three sentences about why you're the perfect fit for their article or for their, you know, their story that they're going to write, they pick you up, they call you, you know, and, and then they write about you. And then, you know, you send that up to your, right, you know, your, uh, your customer, you go, Hey, look where I was featured. I mean, it's, here's the bottom line. And I don't care. I, I, I'm going to say it without being mean. The PR firms have their place, but there is no better PR person than the owner of a business. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you think, well, now that I'm doing a hundred thousand dollars in sales, I need to hire a PR firm. You're, you're already going to fail because mm. you need to promote your business. You know, um, mm. it was just like me in the beginning. I was my own web developer until I got to a couple hundred thousand dollars in sales and realized I can't do it anymore. I'm not, you know what I mean? Um, uh, right. but PR, you have to do it yourself. And, uh, to this day, I have never paid one penny for one feature, one magazine, one TV show, one news channel, nowhere. So when people ask me, when they call me, what's your budget for PR? Zero. So your service better be dang cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that yeah. a lot because you know because it it's it's something that any new store owner out there, you know, even if they're starting out like I did as you know, just a single mom who is working in her living room. I mean, that's how I started out, you know. You sure. as long as you put in the effort and the time and wait, you know, wait, you've got the second. will you to do to it. Start, you got to start in your living room. My wife put me in a garage. <laughs> I got the living room. 
until you start and, and and you gotta grow but and you gotta go through it you know and you get there and and you know uh, it's those that just kind of sit back and wait for people and sales and magazines and everybody else to come to them including Google that you know they're just gonna yeah. have to keep on waiting because it's not gonna happen Right. You know, one of the biggest helps outside of seeking people to write about me was putting a press link on the bottom of our pages. Um, it makes it easy for a journalist who is considering or seeking, you know, they browse onto your site, maybe they get it through a, a social media referral. Um, they'll go down there and they'll look for things like press, and they know that email is going to go to the person that they need to speak to. So I highly recommend that as an add-on help. Oh, excellent advice. Excellent advice. All right, guys, you heard it. Put that on your website. Put it on your to-do list for tomorrow, all right? And then also haro.com. Help a reporter out is what it stands for, okay? It is an awesome list. It comes out, like, you can get on their email list, and it comes three times a day. And you're going to see a lot of stuff that you're like, no, 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 no. And then you'll see, like, I'm perfect for that one. Don't try to sell yep. yourself, you know, be helpful, right? Um, and actually, right. you know what, let's take a real quick break and let's kind of discuss that a little bit because that's something that can really help, especially new store owners out that don't have a lot of money for, you know, putting out there with their press and advertising and all that good stuff. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers. And join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every step starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line -line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Rocco Lowesbrook, and I hope I say that right. I have a hard time with those last names, but he is the founder <laughs> and creator of BaconFreak.com. you got to check out the website. So, you know, um, you know, this has been a, a really great show because we really haven't talked about using the press to really, you know, help to bring them in some traffic, some additional customers. And, you know, I think that that's um, a, a hard thing to understand when you're first writing to these reporters is that one they don't have a whole lot of time um and two you know you're not you got to make it quick and easy and i love how you said you're just sending them a couple of sentences and so i think that's important to clarify why are you sending them only a couple of sentences well i mean in my case reason why i send two short sentences is I got to imagine a reporter's inbox is busier than my inbox, and I got 500 to 1,000 emails a day to sift through. So, you know, I mean, I don't get past the subject line on most of my emails. So, you know, to be honest <laughs> and fair, I mean, you, you got to capture their attention and quick. So, yes. uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. A uh, couple of other things since, since, you want, since you brought up this, uh, uh, you know, the whole PR thing. Um, in this, this next segment is that you really have to have a thorough strategy. I mean, if you get onto Harrow and, and you start pitching people, you will get responses, but you have to have a defined process uh, for who you're looking for in terms of, in other words, you, you'll uh, pitch somebody blind. You don't know who they are. Uh, and then maybe it's a mommy blog. Maybe it's entrepreneur magazine. Okay. But a lot of times they won't tell you who it is. So once you learn who it is, then you have to define do they meet the criteria that you're looking for is the right type of environment? In other words, if uh, you sell baby items and it's a hunting magazine, probably not the best type of feature for you. You don't want to waste your time sending samples off. So, you know, I always, the first thing I do once I get there, in other words, even though I'm pitching them, when they say, hey, I'm interested in you, I say, okay, great. Tell me about you, your readership, who comes to your site. Give me your statistics. Most of the good sites, you know, have that information available uh, immediately. And then I go to Alexa.com and I go, I check their traffic rank. In other words, one of our rules now is if a website doesn't have traffic rank equal to or greater than ours, we don't work with them. Um, and we decided to do that simply because, hey, I want people who were talking about us to have more traffic than we do. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so that was just a rule that we made. And another one, and guys, because I, I buy product from a couple hundred different vendors and we always require a sample, is you better send a sample that looks good. Okay, I'm going to tell you, the, the, on the record, off the record, <laughs> we just got a sample. <laughs> so I'm a vendor, and I, I, I really hope they're not listening. And if they are listening, you know, you know what? If they are listening, who cares? Um, okay. <laughs> they sent us, okay, of their barbecue sauce inside a Dell computer box. And I'm uh-huh. like... And I just took it, you know, because I share an office with six other employees in our, my office, you know, my, the, the staff that I have. I took the samples and I threw it in the garbage can. They're, like, looking at me, and I'm like, if someone thinks this is all I'm worth, then they're never going to do business with me because you should be trying to impress me, you know. It was taped up, like, with duct tape. I mean, it just was terrible, you know, and I'm like, Imagine how my orders are going to come later, you know, how what care he's going to put into them. I mean, I want to be blown away when I get a sample. I mean, I want to see your gift box, your wrapping, your, you know, I want to be impressed. I want to go, wow, you know, I mean, 
anyway, so when, when you get pitches, make sure your box is beautiful. I mean, it yeah. needs to be awesome. Be proud of it. You know, I was at the Yahoo Summit last year, uh, and Michael Ober, um, you know, he bought some uh, product from uh, Yahoo customers. And there were boxes that got delivered that didn't have a packing slip, that didn't have a catalog, that didn't have a coupon, that were used recycled boxes. I know, guys, you might want to, you know, the going green is good, but if your box, you know, if you're going to use somebody else's recycled box and, like, spray paint off the side, it just, you know, your brand is, like, ew, gross. You know, I mean, you want a brand that's, you know, just amazing. So, um just pay careful attention to what you send off. And if you don't have the money or the budget to send off a quality sample, well, then, you know, wait till you're ready because it needs to be quality uh, to impress people mm-hmm. like myself. And I'm not that picky. You should see some of my staff, how picky they are when it comes to samples. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good advice. So, so like even just bringing that up, you know, what would you suggest to store owners? You know, are you saying, you know, would you suggest, yeah, put in that invoice, put in that coupon, you know, put it, you know, put it all in there and, and help them bring them back. You know, what are, what are your tips as a store owner who's been around and seen what works and doesn't work? Well, I, I'm going to start by saying you don't know what works until you try it. Um, you know, testing mm-hmm. is key. You know, you can always do what's called A-B testing. Uh, you know, you try different things. And we always try different things, and we get feedback from our customers. I mean, we're, we do biz rate as an example, you know, where you get feedback. Your customers give you feedback on, on the fulfillment process, on your price process, your shipping. You know, you want to get feedback, but I can tell you when it comes to our our business, uh, packaging, I mean, because we focus on gifts, and a lot of you guys will, oh, wait, I'm not a gift business. Hold on a second. If you think you're not a gift business, well, you just start looking at the, the from who bought it, and if it's not shipping to that person, it's a gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you have to make sure that you're exceeding the average expectations. You know, like, for example, uh, in our business, all orders by, well, our website says 3 p.m., all orders ship the same day, but it's really 4 o'clock. You know, we just give ourselves a little mm-hmm. bit of grace. You know, and I will have a fit if one order doesn't get shipped out. Because, you know, my expectation for my customers is when they order something, they're going to get it immediately, you know. Um, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they paid for overnight or they paid for the cheapest shipment that they had. I want to get those reorders. So we really focus on the customer experience. And I'll got to tell you, as a, as a store owner in the beginning, I went to all my competitors or, you know, people that were similar businesses, and I placed orders on their site. You know, I was cheap, so I, I bought something small. But I wanted to see how are they doing it, how are they packaging it, how quick did they get it to me, did they email me a tracking number, did they, you know, did they allow me to evaluate their website, you know. And you have to know what your competitors are doing in order to be competitive. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, like me, I'm, I'm a new egg lover. I love going on newegg.com. I buy all, all our computer electronics and stuff on there because the process is sweet and simple, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, anyways, uh, I'm just saying, if, if you know of a particular website that you like to buy from as a, just a consumer, then model your, your policies and your rules after those people. Because, you know, they've put a lot of hard It's kind of like people used to say, well, McDonald's, you know, uh, Carl's Jr. would always open up next to McDonald's because they figured, hey, if, if it's good enough for McDonald's, it's good enough for Carl's Jr. <laughs> uh, I'm not <laughs> saying you should copy somebody, but 
but look at who your competitors are. And if they're doing it, you better be doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And and you just made me very jealous, by the way. I just want you to know. (laughs) Because we don't have Carl's Juniors out here, and I was oh, born Artie, and raised yeah. in Southern California, and yeah, I miss my In-N-Out burgers, and oh, oh. Mm, I'm lucky that we have a Del Taco. That's oh, what I'm lucky. Yeah. I, we just got a uh, Del Taco, and I'm like, oh, thank God, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Guys, I'm telling you, if you have if you have like in and out, you'll know the feeling. You just you got oh, it's amazing. So, uh better stay on target though. Um all right. So my final question, Rocco, I really appreciate you being here. I mean, you have given some amazing advice to store owners, and I really appreciate it. And, you know, Mike Over, if you're listening, thank you so much for telling me about Rocco because you're right. He does rock. Um, (laughs) I love Mike Over. He's great. (laughs) He's just an awesome guy. Um, So my, my, my final question would be for you then is, you know, if you had, if you, you know, t- we're talking to someone who is just getting started, they're brand new, they're wanting to open up a store for the very first time. What's the one big single most important tip that you think you would tell somebody? That's a hard Ooh, question, so by the way. Just, yeah, that that's a loaded question. Well, I feel like I'm going to flunk this one. You know, that uh, there is so many things that you need to do. And I'm going to tell you, um, uh, what I would suggest is spend as much time talking to as many people as possible to learn the most and pick a, pick platforms that are big and scalable. Like, for example, I use Yahoo because I can pick up the phone and talk to experts 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. You know, I, that's a lot better than the friend of my brother-in-law's friend you know, who goes on vacation two weeks a year. Pick platforms uh, and then integrate into your, your uh, so, so pick the platforms that are large, not the little guy. Don't pick the little guy because little guy is going to get bought by somebody else and bought by somebody else. Go with big platforms that are tried and true uh, and then develop social media into your plan immediately. You know, blog, Facebook, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, our blog has as many as 1 million visitors a month, okay? And I don't know why. All I know is we put up new content all the time, you know, and people want to read it. So social media, you know, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, you know, all things that you can manage from your iPhone or your, you know, your whatever you use, Verizon. Make sure that you're doing the things to get people excited about your business. And if you tell me, well, you know, people aren't excited about my stuff, and go to your competitors and see what they're doing for social media. And I promise you, they're doing it. A um, couple other little things that are critical is know what you need, how much money you need to make pricing-wise. Are your prices, i got to tell you, some of our products, we were losing money on them hand over fist and didn't realize it because I did not account the cost of, uh, you know, insurance, uh, taxes, uh, shipping, mm-hmm. you know, packaging, Know what you're doing, you know, develop those partnership relationships. And the last thing I'll say, and I know this is whatever you do and wherever you work with in writing, um, in writing so that the deliverables of what they're going to do and what you're going to do are, you know, set in stone. Uh, It'll go a long Mm -hmm. way. I mean, I have a guy who works for me who just does our contracts. 
<laughs> it's, that, it's that important to me. And you know what? My vendors love that. They go, I really appreciate how much time you take to make sure everything's crystal clear. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, so, but I mean, guys, I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on because there is so many things you need to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, without the will uh, <laughs> uh, or the gusto or whatever you want to call it, uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And all really wonderful, wonderful tips. And I absolutely love it. And I think that one thing that you do very, very well with your blog um, is that you're not using it um, as a just a tool to push, 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 push products, you know, and I think that that's why you have a successful blog. You know, you're you're putting out great information. You're putting out, um, you know, information that people want to read about. It's not, hey, I've got a sale. Hey, I've got a new product. Hey, it's this. Hey, I've got, you know. You I know, mean, Shana, one of our biggest read articles ever of all time is how to cook bacon. <laughs> How-to articles are always the best. The best. You know, and, yes. and my, my point is, is, you better tell people how to use my product, how to do this. People are looking for that stuff. And who cares if they've already bought the product from somebody else? You have now exposed them to your site. I mean, I, I love, uh, uh, you know, um, John's story from Colder Ice, you know, about how he's got his YouTube video and uh, uh, on how to, um, you know, make the Tupac bandana, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Nothing I would ever be caught that wearing, okay? But his competitors use that video on his on their sites because they're too stinking lazy to make their own video. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Kills you. Kills you. I mean, I love the fact that, I mean... You know, I'm just looking at it, and and it's just such great. I mean, even the bacon, the colored bacon, uh, it's just phenomenal. You know, just stuff like that, education, fun, and you make it so that people want to read it. And I think yeah. that's why your your blog is so successful. That article so. was an amazing success. They uh, AP Wire took that. Uh, you know, it's one thing getting featured in the news, getting on the AP Wire. I could not get my cell phone to stop ringing from reporters and journalists call i mean that was just insanely (laughs) ridiculous so yeah (laughs) that was awesome i believe i also saw something about uh colored bacon from perez hilton yeah they they uh uh, refeatured it yeah yeah i thought so i was like they they called me me about it and they go uh because at the time you know we just took a picture uh that one of our customers submitted to us and we put it up on the blog uh we added a little bit of text and then uh you know, nothing happened, okay? Nothing happened whatsoever. We get our generic social media stuff. And then all of a sudden, six months later, uh, it went viral all over the world, you know? Um, oh. And that's the other thing with stuff. It, it didn't happen immediately. So, I mean, we have articles like our Turbacon Duckin art- article uh, we wrote two years ago has gone viral. In fact, uh, Andrew Zimmerman is going to stick it in one of his up- upcoming cookbooks, you know? I mean, it's just, I wrote it two years ago. Yeah, but they're going to use it now, you know, so so content is so key and you never know when it's going to, you know, come back to uh, help you. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know what? I love that. I love that you say that, too, because I keep telling people like, 
content, content, content. I love content, you know, because if you're looking like content, you can put on social yeah. networks. Content will bring you in SEO. You know, one of the um, one of the most um, traffic sites on, my, you know, the stats when I'm looking at it, like the number three most visited page of, of the month is a blog I did in 2010, you know. It's like right, exactly. content is so important, people, you know, and just trying to explain that. So I love that you said that. So Rocky, yeah. Rocco, sorry, Rocco. Awesome. How to right. in top tens. Perfect. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for being with us here. I really do appreciate it. And the tips were absolutely wonderful. And I will be back to your site again um, because I, my son is like, oh, I want that and I want that and I want that. So I have to like. <laughs> You know, get him to narrow down his want list, and then we'll be back for more. <laughs> <laughs> well, for this holiday, we have 16 new flavors of bacon coming. Oh. So, get back. <laughs> and wow. yes, I won't tell you what they are, but we have 16 new flavors adding to our, I think, our 24 flavors. So, it's going to be a crazy Christmas. Holy cow. All right, guys. Well, if you love bacon, like I do, like my husband really does, and like my one son is like absolutely crazy about, baconfreak.com. And thank you again, Rocco. You have an awesome, awesome afternoon because I know you're in California. To everybody joining us, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, you learned a lot about bacon and about e-commerce. <laughs> I hope to see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Thanks. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs. On demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm.